politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hello, 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 hello. How are you? It's episode one, season one. Here I am assuming there are going to be multiple seasons. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast, folks. <laughs> I am so excited about this. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while. And, um, you know, I'm, if, if you don't know me, if, you know, if you've never heard of me, and that's fine. Many haven't. Some people wish they'd never heard of me. Uh, my name is Mark Harvard. I am uh, a, gosh, multi decade radio veteran i've been in radio for a while uh from formats over from talk to rock and roll to oldies to christian radio when it comes down to down to it i am a christian i'm a family guy and um i'm also a realist i'm not someone who's going to just all of a sudden take what i'm given at face value i like doing the doing the dirty work i like doing the uh, the research to find out that what i'm uh, what i'm hearing is in fact the truth and so I like kind of unhashing those things. I'm not going to tow a party line, um, which is, it sounds right now, it's, it's kind of cool to say that right now by, for a lot of people. It sounds like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know you trust what I say because I'm not going to get caught up in the minutia that is the, the party line. Well, that's, that's just because I don't, I, I see that both parties have their problems. Neither political party has a, has a monopoly on jerks. <laughs> They both have them. They both have very nice people. So we're going to try to figure out where the truth is. At the same time, it's not going to be all just angry. No, yeah, we don't, I don't do that. It's Life's too short to do that. Um, we're going to find some different ways that God is working in today's world. And we're going to bring bring to light some stories. We're going to talk about what's going on in, in my life, what's going on in your life. Let me just go and tell you, I love interactivity. And with a podcast, that's tough. But we've got a lot of different uh, different avenues that you can go through to get to me. First off, and first and foremost, you can follow us on social media. We've got a Facebook page. Just look for Mark Harvard Podcast. And I think it's actually Facebook.com slash Mark Harvard Podcast. You can also find us over on MeWe, for those of you that have decided to make a move. I mean, we're on MeWe as well. And uh, over on Instagram. The Instagram page should be up uh, very, very soon. So, uh... Uh, keep up, keep up with all that. You can get all the details there. You can also email me, Mark at MarkHarvardCreative.com. I'd love to get your thoughts. If there's something you think that you uh, you may want to uh, have us talk about, if something you think I may have missed, very possible. I have a four year old. Um, if a lot of times, if it's not part of a uh, a, a YouTube uh, thing or like Peppa Pig. <laughs> If, unless Peppa Pig is actually um, tackling some of the, t- the harder issues in the world, um, I may miss it. So, yeah, send it to me. We'll talk about it. Also, um, we're also um, – uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on what you'd like to hear more of, less of, that sort of thing. Uh, and also, your questions. Um, I'm happy to answer those. So, yeah, get them get, – give me to all that. Um, I'll put it in the show notes that we'll put over at markharvardcreative.com, and we'll move on from there. Big week. In our country, right? It is a big week. We've got an inauguration happening. Um, and, and there's a lot of strife that goes on with that. This has been a rocky road. Yeah, ugh, ice cream. It's been a rocky road to get to this inauguration. Some of you are very, very happy about it. He's your guy. Biden is your guy. 
Others, not so much. Maybe you're a you're a Trump guy, or maybe you just think that you know something's rotten in the state of Denmark, and you just you want to make sure we get uh, the right things done, and want to try to overlook any sort of election fraud and all that. But regardless of that, the inauguration is going to happen this week, and the the theme for this thing is America United, which I get it. They had to go that way because what we're ha- what's happening right now is Biden is is kind of facing a dilemma because he's got to. Try to draw everybody together. Okay, we 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 were divided. We're gonna we you know we were at each other's throats for a while. We got to pull it together, and that's something he has to do for optics, and he has to do that because he wants everyone to kind of get on his team. He wants to, everybody to to uh, be united under him. I'm not saying he's a you know a, you know some sort of you know monarch or anything like that, but he wants everybody to come together underneath the, the president. So he has to do that. But he also has to show that he's not naive enough to think that everyone is going to you know just heel-toe in line. So he's got to kind of walk this weird line with his inauguration speech, and there really hasn't been a precedent for that. You know, coming out of the Depression, they had to address that a little bit, but what does he do here where there have been riots? There have been uh, a storming of the Capitol. There have been all kinds of things that he can't ignore, but at the same time, you don't want to dwell on. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Biden. And there are a lot of people that are just very afraid of what's happening with our country right now. And and I get it. Right now, we're hearing all kinds of different um of different um, uh, opinions, different theories of what's going to happen. We're hearing things about um, different agencies getting shut down, different agencies doubling in size. We're hearing all these rumors from people that just don't know. But uh, it, 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 right now we're getting those 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 press clippings, those those sound bites that are going to really just get clicks and make some people money. So they're putting the most inflammatory stuff out because that's what gets those clicks, and that's what gets advertisers' eyes on their ads and that sort of things. So right now the big things are happening, and I, I spend a lot of my time telling people that that's not going to happen. Eventually I'm going to be wrong. But right now I've, I'm pretty much all, of, all, all in. <laughs> because I keep telling people that, no, this what was the rumor that was going around last week that somebody was going to end up, um, you know, we, we were going to end up with this major just, you know, martial law thing this past week. And I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's the same week the McRib is back. <laughs> that, that opposition is enough to defer people, I promise. Um, but a lot of people are afraid. And so they're they're latching on to whatever they're told and latching on to whatever kind of of reinforcement they can get for their particular views. People are looking for people to tell them that they're right and that they know what's going on. They know what you know. They can make predictions because that gives them some sort of feeling of control. So we go over to the scripture, which is a place that we should be getting guidance from, not from the talking heads. But uh, we go to the scripture, Psalm 34, 4 and 5 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from my fears. Those who look at him are radiant and their, their faces shall never be ashamed. So he answered me, delivered me from my fears. A lot of people are believing things out of fear and we shouldn't be doing that. You should still be taking that time to do your homework and figure out what is in fact true. Uh, move a little further. Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be 
afraid. There's nothing bigger than God. So whatever happens on this earthly plane with politics and that sort of thing, yeah, there are some things that might be a little uh, inconvenient. There might be some things that make us feel like we're out of uh, out of control. And I get that. We want to save our country. We want to, we want to do the right thing. We want to be able to find ways to, to spread his gospel through the world, his with a capital H. But at the same time, we want to do what we're supposed to do as Christians. So, so we're afraid. There's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety out there. And those qualities can really have an interesting effect. Fear especially. Now, I'm not, I don't mean fear of dread. I mean fear like startling fear. You ever noticed how that makes you react in the most involuntary um, way? And so in that split second that you're surprised, <laughs> you are your most true self. You ever noticed that? Like when someone like jumps out from behind a, you know, a bush or whatever, yeah, and you, and you, and you, either, you either shriek like a little girl, guys, looking at you, uh, or... Or you, you know, you have that fight or flight moment, and you have to just, and you know, your body decides. You don't get to decide. <laughs> Am I going to fight or flight? Um, and I'll give you an example real quick. When I was little, I was a Boy Scout. I was an Eagle Scout, actually. I'm an Eagle Scout. Um, but growing up, we went to Scout Camp when I was little, and this was maybe I don't know, seventh grade, eighth grade for me. This was this was a little uh, prepubescent mark. Um, first year at Scout Camp. The first-year campers had to go out on an overnight in the woods, tent on the ground, camp out. First-year campers hated this thing. It was stressful. But we got out there. We got some some dinner made, cooked, you know, made what we called hobo meals on the fire, uh, made s'mores, roasted marshmallows. It was, you know, your typical, stereotypical campfire, you know, the kumbaya, the whole business. Before I knew it, the sun was down, and we were telling ghost stories around the fire. Now, you take a bunch of 7th and 8th grade boys, and you fill their heads full of ghost stories. They're going to be a little on edge, you know? <laughs> so, we took care of that. We, we did the ghost stories, and, okay, guys, it's getting late. Time to get on back to your, your tents. I go walking back to the tent, and it was two to a tent, so me and, my, and one of my best friends, we were walking back to our tent, and one of the older counselors had decided, you know what, we're going to have some fun. We're going to scare one of these kids. So we're, we're walking back to our tent. It's night. We have flashlights, but, you know, it's, that only lights up so much. So we get back to our tent, open the tent flap. This guy comes lunging out of the tent. And I don't know, some things happened. He had to go to the doctor. <laughs> I needed a new flashlight. <laughs> and I, I think that put an end to people surprising people for a while. Um, I'm kind of proud, though. I mean, I hate that, you know, he had to go to a doctor to, to, to fix some stuff. But um, I'm kind of proud that my fight or flight went fight first, you know? <laughs> I, I'm kind of proud of that. Um, but in that moment, I didn't have time to think. I didn't have time to figure out... Okay, everybody's watching. What am I going to do? What's going on here? When is sometime that you've been able to to prove that that you've been startled and you've and you've proven that? I'd love to hear that. Yeah, throw it up, throw it into the comments over on the Facebook page. Also, you can uh, email me mark at markharvardcreative.com. I'd love to hear 
what you've got there. But, uh, but yeah, fear is a weird is a weird and scary thing, and a lot of people in our country are dealing with it. They are. So we'll get through this week, and we'll figure out something, and uh, life will go on. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like, which stresses out some of us OCD people. But, you know, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll figure it out. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, about why Twitter is not completely lost. It's the inclusion of one account. I'm going to tell you, Mr. T is on Twitter, y'all. <laughs> also, I'm going to talk about some things that we have to do before we're 30. I say we, like I'm under 30. I'm, I'm 44. Uh, we have to, some things that you need to do if you're under 30. If you have some 30 and under friends, maybe pass that on to them. That's coming up in just a few. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast, inaugural edition. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You can join me on May 4th and 5th for That Church Conference. The last year, if you're a church communicator, the last year has been trying, to say the least. (laughs) And That Church Conference can help out with all kinds of ideas, all different ways. You can grow God's kingdom for your church and help reach those that need to be reached. It's a two-day online event for pastors and church leaders, and it is absolutely free. So go to That cc.com to reserve your free tickets and here's the cool thing here's the well the extra cool thing is that i am back as a speaker for the second year in a row i'm so excited to be back i'm joining a, a an incredible lineup of speakers that are way smarter than i am these are folks like ben stapley uh, folks like matt brown uh jessica beeler uh jenny catrone these are the folks that are leading in church communications they know how to help your church so make sure to plan to be there may the 4th and 5th for this two-day online event it's that church conference get your free tickets that's cc.com find us on facebook instagram MeWe, and online at markharvardcreative.com the mark harvard podcast the mark harvard podcast Welcome back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I am so happy and excited. I've been waiting on this for a while. And one of the things we've been doing to get ready for the launch of this thing is my wife and I, well, let me get me back to track. My wife and I bought this house, um, I guess, this past July. So it's been three quarters of a year. And it's been three quarters of a year of almost constant construction. Because <laughs> we bought it and we, we, had to, we, had to, we, we wanted to change a few things and then... We had a flood in the bathroom. We had to, you know, assurance had to come out. We had to take care of that. And and part of the buying this house process was my wife saying, hey, Mark, you know that room that's above the garage? I said, yeah. Because we're going to turn that into an office. Okay, sure. But part of it was that we were building a sound studio. And that's where I'm sitting right now. And she has done a fantastic job. We had some somebody come out and build the walls for this thing, and she, you know, she has just worked her fingers to the bone, staining the floor and decorating, and it's 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 fantastic. My wife, she she just continues to amaze me. She has a skill set that I don't have, but we're at the end of all this. We are both very very sore <laughs> and very very tired because we're not spring chickens anymore. But I came across this this article from Brittany Lee. It's over at RelevantMagazine.com. Ten things you need to do before you're thirty even during a pandemic. 
And the first thing is do some ego work. The ego is that part of yourself that wants to be significant and central and important by itself apart from anybody else, he says on his podcast that has his name in the title. Um, therefore, e therefore, ego work is a personal exploration that helps you see what your existence is and your God-given true self is. So you need to do some ego work. Figure out where you're going there. Next, welcome doubt and embrace tension. Certainty is kind of boring. Yeah, confident answers are so like teenager stuff. So in your 20s now, doubt and tension are in. So before you turn 30, learn to welcome that doubt and embrace that tension. Next, live communally. And by, by that we mean, you know, live as part of your neighborhood. You know, maybe with a roommate, maybe, you know, it means that your neighbor uses your lawnmower and you use their washing machine. Figure out ways to be an integral part of your neighborhood. Next, find a counselor. And when I when I mean this, what I mean with this is that you know you don't have to feel depressed or anxious or traumatized to make a counseling appointment. Sometimes you can just feel overwhelmed and need to, you know, seek some seek a little help. It's not the stig the stigma isn't there like it used to be. So you don't need permission. Just make the appointment and go and work through some stuff. Ask questions about your history. This is a big deal. I didn't learn a lot about my family history uh, until I was an adult, and I wished I had known a lot of that sooner. So ask, you know, ask parents, grandparents, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, who lived on the land under your feet? Is it, a, you know, who lived, you know, this place, that place? And, you know, find out interesting things. I mean, I, I found out, you know, I was in high school that I had an aunt that was doing some genealogy work, and she actually traced my family back to uh, um, George Washington. But there are other really cool things in my family that I didn't find out until after I was an adult. Uh, next, chase curiosity over passion. Kind of welcome curiosity over passion. Uh, and when I say that, grow comfortable with the idea that we're gonna you're not you're sometimes not gonna be able to do exactly what you're passionate about, but figure out ways to be curious about things that you don't know about. Um, establish some traditions. Those can be Christmas. They can be uh, whenever, you know, every Wednesday. They, you know, traditions are good. I, I would say I would warn you against being a kind of a, a, I guess, a slave to those traditions. Don't serve those traditions. Don't miss out on cool stuff because, well, that's not the way we've always done it. But figure out some fun things. You know, every day can't be a tradition. Every event can't be a tradition. But uh, in our family, we go to Waffle House on Christmas Eve. That's something we do. That's our traditional thing. Growing up, it was spaghetti. On Christmas Eve, you know it, that's something that just that's something that we do. Uh, forgive yourself. That's the last one. Is forgive yourself. Learn to look back at your mistakes because everybody made a ton of mistakes in their lives in their in their twenties in their teens. Uh, if you're like me, you wake up in the middle of the night and you remember that one conversation you had in high school and you're like, oh, why did I say that? But yeah, figure out uh, ways to forgive yourself. Let some things go. God loves you. Other people do too. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. So if you if you know somebody in their 30s, kind of pass that on to them. I'll put the link up on the Facebook page. Also, have you seen this? Mr. T is on Twitter, y'all. Yeah, I, and, I, and honestly, I, I because the joke has to be made, I pity the fool not following Mr. T on Twitter. He is all about Jesus. And... Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's, some, here's some example tweets from this guy. He says, we're fighting two contagious daily viruses. One is COVID-19 and the other is hate. 
We got vaccinations for COVID and the love of God for all the haters. Yeah. Uh, the vaccine works when it's injected in your arm. The love of God works when you invite him into your heart. This is cool. Now, as somebody, I grew up watching the A-Team. I had Mr. T action figures. I ate the cereal. <laughs> I ate the Mr. T cereal. I watched the cartoons. I At 44 today, I am, I was in that Target demo for Mr. T and all the Mr. T stuff. Uh, his real name, Lawrence Turbond, or I'm sorry, Turond, and... In New Orleans in 2005, he kind of kind of had a, kind of a spiritual awakening when he was in her helping out with Hurricane Katrina, and he ditched the gold jewelry, and I think he still has the mohawk. But uh, he said, as a Christian, when I saw other people lose their lives and lose their land and property, I felt it was a sin before God for me to continue wearing all my gold. So, uh, remember, he used to have like thousands of dollars of gold around his neck, and now he, you know, he feel he 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 feels that that just kind of wasn't the way to go. And so he ended up going with more, I guess, uh, earth colors, and now he's more, I guess, I guess the word, word would be granola. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Mr. T is on Twitter. I, I, my gosh, it makes me want to go look up all these other people I used to be big fans of when I was growing up, you know? And, and, and see, what kind, see what they're up to these days and see why they're not on like one of these celebrity fit club shows and that sort of thing. Um, also, did you guys see where a screech from Saved by the Bell has cancer? Yeah, I just saw that, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, uh, day before yesterday. Uh, stage four. So, and it, yeah, this guy's made some, some iffy judgment calls, to be sure. Um, there's a reason the rest of the cast doesn't really like talking about him or hanging out with him. But at the same time, as someone whose life has been touched by cancer, you don't want to see anybody go through that. So, yeah, our prayers are for him. Uh, physical healing. Stage four is pretty rough. Uh, we don't know what kind or anything like that, but we're pray prayers for physical healing on that. And also prayers for his heart because, you know, God, while you're there, if you could do some other things for this guy. Um, like I said, he's made some iffy judgment. He's made some some bad movies. He's just done some weird stuff. Um, maybe maybe God could work on him a little bit. That'd be cool. God can do anything. I'm not sure if you know about that. <laughs> he can. <laughs> so... We're on social media. You can find us anywhere over on social media. Uh, Facebook, we got a MeWe page. We're, the Instagram account is coming. You can also find out all kinds of information by uh, by subscribing to the podcast. Whenever we have new podcasts that drop, I would love for you to find them and listen and comment and also go ahead and uh, and share them with friends. We're Right now we're on Podbean. That's where we originate, but you can find our podcast over on Spotify, right now on Stitcher, and very, very soon, we're in the approval process for Apple Podcasts, so I'm excited about that, because I think once that happens, we're legit, and if Apple um, rejects me, I, I think they come and take my laptop out of here, so <laughs> I really hope, you know, fingers crossed, that works out well. Um, also, uh, we've got some other things coming, so be sure to... Follow us and like us on any of those platforms. Also, if you're a small business or maybe a big business that ships or a small business that ships, uh, we'd love to talk to you about partnerships with the Mark Harvard podcast. It's it's more affordable than you think, and we're growing a, growing an audience. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I am so excited about this thing. I hope you have a fantastic week. We're going to drop these things on Fridays. 
Uh, today, I know it's Sunday, but we're going to drop these things on Fridays. And like I said before, if uh, if you want to share it, if you want to tell people about it, I would really, really appreciate it. And we'll just see where it goes. A little bit of politics, a little bit of a slice of life stuff, and a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun. Uh, speaking of fun and slice of life stuff, I'm going to close out with this quick uh, story. Tell you what happened in my house. Anyone wash a cat this week? Me? Just me? Okay. Um, my wife and I came back inside uh, the other day, and we have two cats and a dog. The cat had dropped, had knocked a pen off of the counter. The dog had chewed up said pen, and the cat had, I guess, done a tap dance throughout the house in the ink, and it, it, there was just blue ink everywhere. It looked like a Smurf crime scene in our house. It was like Jackson Pollock had just gone crazy. Luckily, we were able to get it up off the off the leather couch. We were able to get it off the floor. One of the rugs is stained, but luckily that rug also has like blue splotches all in it anyway, so it kind of blends in. But yeah, so we had to we had to wash a cat. That was my odd thing for the week. What was your odd thing? Let me know. <laughs> but this has been fun. I will talk to you guys later. Have a fantastic week, and I'll see you next time on the Mark Harvard Podcast. And I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.